Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Out in the cold, out in the dark, something's lurking at the edge of the park. People be warned, people beware, there's a storm on the rise and it's covered in hair. Hear him cry, hear him howl, looking for someone to disembowel. Claws like a hook, eyes like coal, feet so big they're gonna crush your soul. They call him Sasquatch. Hello and welcome to Yowie Central. I'm Sarah and you're listening to 94.9 Main FM. I have two absolute legends lined up for you today. First up, I have none other than my good friend and Australian Yowie Research founder, Dean Harrison, dropping by for a chat about what he's working on at the moment. I'll play you a part of that chat today and the rest next week. I've also got part two of the fascinating chat I had a few weeks ago with Australian Yowie researchers Gary Lynn, aka the finderer or the mountain goat. In part two, we delve into UFOs, CE5 and alien visits. Bring it on. But first up, here's Dean Harrison. Mr. Dean Harrison, thank you so much for joining me on Yowie Central. Ms. Sarah Bignall, nice to talk to you again. Uh, you've joined us today to give us an update on what you've been up to. Well, at the moment, I'm working on a project that's uh, very, very close to my heart. It's something I've put a lot of thought into. Well, not just thought, but a lot of time, uh, a lot of years uh, has been invested in this. It's the story, basically, of uh, Kilkeven, the history, and you know when I was hit by the Yowie. Not just that, but the reason why we were there in the first place, and this is fascinating, we're actually there based on a lie. And if you don't know the backstory, well, you'll find out when I, when I actually produce this video. Basically... The story was, I mean, just the synopsis was that they basically were there because of a guy, a historian by the name of um, B.J. Green, Brett Green, Brett John Green, uh, who we now call B.S. Green. And he had a lot of stories about this particular mountain at Oakview, which is west of Gympie. It's a place called Kilkeven. And so we went there on his advice blah, blah, blah. Uh, we had a fleet of cars. Um, we had four-wheel drives and there was one camper van. And the camper van was owned by George and Glennis Mackay. Uh, Glennis is a psychic. Um, George, so please, passed away now. And they couldn't get their camper van up the hill, so they parked down the bottom 
we went to the top and found this hut that we were described and we had a night there that was non-eventful, put it that way. But at 7 o'clock in the morning, one of our guys who had walked back down to the bottom of the hill, he'd stayed down there. He'd walked back up again. I mean, that was a long, long trek to get back up. But he, he came up with the news that the camper van had been attacked that night. So we got all our gear together and we went back down to the bottom of the mountain. And this camper van is so big that for a human to move it, almost impossible. Uh, yet that night the camper van was rocking from side to side so so heavily that George and Glenis almost fell out of bed. And as a result of that, I mean, there's a massive footprint outside the, the, the door. George got up and he's like, oh, what's going on here, that sort of thing, and opened the door and he said, this thing just ran off through the bush. And so, I mean, that was pretty much our first introduction of Oakview, uh, Kilkeven. So we started going there for, for, for quite a while and we had so many different uh, experiences out there. And interestingly, some that I still can't explain. Like, I cannot explain them. And I'll give you an example of this one. So there's myself and Marcus. Uh, this is one of our guys at the time who, who was with us. Uh, we'd ventured away at 2, two o'clock in the morning, and we thought we'd go sit on the opposite mountain range and listen. So we went up to the top of this mountain range. We had a gear. Um, we sat down, and then all of a sudden – there's this walking, stomping, and it was so over-exaggerated that I didn't believe it. I went, no, 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 no. This is, this, this is one of our problem people that I wanted to get rid of at the time. The, I, I thought he was, he was pranking us, basically. So it was so over-the-top, stomp, 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 coming right up from the valley, uh, directly at us. And it's getting closer, getting closer, getting closer. We kept the, the torch lights off. And as it's basically maybe 10, 15 metres, on went the lights, and that was the last step. Nothing, absolutely nothing there. Makes no sense. And to this day, I still think about this. We looked high, we looked low, we looked around everything. And we're talking about a pine forest. We're not talking about, you know, rainforest where you can hide behind things. This isn't... This isn't that. This is different. This is like sparse trees, basically. It made no sense. Where did it go? You know, there was no holes. We looked up the trees. We looked around the trees. There was nothing. And it was the moment we turned on that light, we hit that button, bang, gone. Just like that. Makes no sense. That is very strange. If you want some more strangeness, well, there was another time. Uh, it was myself, this is during Operation Rotation, and this is a magical story of, you know, we, we, we put together this this, uh, this expedition and it ran over, I think, nine, ten days. And we, we'd rotate people, like groups of two, and so, so we'd fill in those days. And so it was during myself and Trevor's time uh, there, we, we, we were teamed up together, and... It was about one o'clock in the afternoon, and then the sound came through the forest and precisely – what, what, what we'd do, right, we'd have to write down notes in our journals. Every team had to write the notes down and, and document everything from their experience. So they were talking about this question coming through the bush. So lo and behold, one o'clock in the afternoon – this is my first day there – and this crashing came through, and it was like a steamroller. Everything was coming down. It's, trees were being felled. That was that sort of noise. And so I said to everybody there, um, Brett Grimm's there, McDale, Trim Smith, I think, um, Mike DeVere. Um, and I said, said, just keep talking, keep talking. Keep the dialogue up, like pretending that, you know, we haven't noticed that type of thing. And so I grabbed my video camera and I was bulletproof because I wanted results from this weekend. And I'd run down, tiptoed down to the, the stream, and I went up the stream bed, and I bulletproof, bulletproof, bulletproof. But the moment I stepped up onto that bank where it was, bam, 
it was like uh, walking through, and my journal says, it's like walking through a wall of ice. Um, everything went silent. All the birds, all the crickets, everything just turned weird. I, I suddenly got the sweats. I felt nauseous. I psychoanalyzed myself during the time, which is important, and I knew that this wasn't natural. Um, so I'm, <laughs> I've pushed, I'm pushing through it the best I can, and what happened? I ended up on my knees and on my side. It just dropped me, and I'm lying there, and um, I knew it was on the other side of this tree, a big, big tree, big, wide tree. But I, I couldn't move. I just couldn't move. And I was there for, it says in my journal how long, like 15 minutes or so. And suddenly everything returned to normal. Birds came back, crickets came back, all the bugs, etc. And I started to feel normal. So I got up and I looked around this tree and there was nothing there. Now for something so large to make such a racket, such a noise, as I say, steam rolling through like an elephant on two legs, uh, to make so much noise coming in, but to make no noise on the exit makes no sense. No, but how many times have we heard that? You know, that, that disappearing and not making any noise while while leaving. It's so strange. Now, far be it for me to talk paranormal because I'm not that sort of person. I'm not into conspiracies. I'm not into paranormal. But what I can say is there's a few anomalies out there that I can't explain. Yeah. And do you think it was something along the lines of infrasound that hit you, that, that floored you? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I mean, if I, if I answered that, it would just be a guess. I'll, I'll be surmising. I mean, I, I can't give you facts, basically. I, I mean, I, I, can't, I, I can't say definitively it's this or it's that because I don't know enough about it. Yeah. Yeah. But what I can say is that it was unnatural. Now, it was kind of like Ormo when this thing came up behind me before the chase. I mean, I basically felt it. I knew I knew something was wrong. You could feel it. I, I felt like, I think, as I said before, like, like a rabbit in, in uh, headlights. I was frozen. I couldn't move. I couldn't move my body. And I knew that was all related to whatever it was behind me. Up until that stage, I thought human, 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 human. But then when that feeling came over me, I'm going, no, oh, this isn't good. This is something different. Mm-hmm. And, and then when it was chasing me and it was like yelling and carrying on, it, it almost it felt like like waves of energy kind of, you know. It was, it was sort of like you, you, you could feel what it was thinking. That's how it felt to me. And I often describe that as it was kind of like he had such anger about it that it was almost like it felt like I just killed his newborn. That's that's the sort of anger that was coming out of this thing. Right. Now, you, you can watch Hollywood movies, horror movies, etc., but you'll never, never understand it unless you've experienced what I experienced that night, like the real terror, like the real anger, the real evil type thing, you know. That was tough stuff. I thought I was going to die that night. I thought that was it. You caught up with me within no time. And it was on the left-hand side, and I thought, there's no escape. But, you know, I mean, I I didn't know anything about them at that stage, really. It was just... Just luck that I didn't jog down that that path that night, and the fact that they don't come out in the open, they don't like to come out in the open. And there was a street light up there on the street. There's enough light there for him to stop and not lunge out and and actually get me. And that's kind of what saved you in the end, wasn't it? That 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 street light. Oh, yeah, I know. And you know, I hate to think what it would have been like if I had a jog down that track because if I reached out both hands either side, I could have touched the bush both sides. This is how narrow that track was at the time. And it was dark and it was a long track. If I had have kept running, um, 
if, again, this is 11 o'clock at night. Uh, if, if I had to keep running down that track, I wouldn't be here now because he really did mean business. He was very, very serious. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I'm just going through my mind as to how I would feel if I, if I was there by myself. Oh, it was awful. It was, yeah. it was awful. And, and you really did believe this is it. This is it. I'm going to die right here and now because there's nothing I could have done to save myself. And I often thought about it at the time. It didn't matter what handheld weapon I could have had on me. It wouldn't make any difference. This thing was just too big, too fast, too aggressive. Uh, there's nothing you could have done to save yourself. I could have had a samurai sword and it wouldn't have saved me. <laughs> Dean Harrison, founder of Australian Yowie Research. Tune in next week for more details on Kilkeven, where Dean was shoved in the chest by an angry Yowie. You're listening to Yowie Central on the best little station in the nation, 94.9 Main FM. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Next up, part two of my chat with Gary Lynn of Australian Yowie Research. Tell me about some of the experiences you've had doing the CE5 contact group meditation things. Yeah, for sure. So... With with these like we we have we have a Gold Coast group, uh, Gold Coast C five contact team. We we meet up at Springbrook. The very first meetup that we had up there, we actually had three crafts, or I should say three three light objects going across the eastern sky, going from south to north. And at the time, I had my night vision camera, and I was watching the third one. So that 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 they were spaced roughly, I think. The first two were spaced roughly about two seconds apart, and the second or third was spaced just under a second apart. And I was watching the third one through my night vision camera, and as soon as I said said to someone, "I'm watching one of these one of these these, these objects flying," it stopped, and it started going back south. Oh, really? Wow! Hundred percent. Like, like <laughs> you know, you know, when, when you tell these stories, obviously, when people's minds are going, oh, "It's a satellite! It's a satellite!" It's just a it's a plane. It's a satellite. But I 100% am telling the truth. I watched this third like that all all all, all in line with each other. Just again, they'll space they'll space different time frame apart. I literally watched the third one through the night vision camera. It's it's stopped and started going back south. Satellites don't do that. Planes do that. Don't do that. Even helicopters can't stop like that. And this is like up up in the sky. It stopped and started going back south. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, otherwise, yeah, like there's like, like bright blue lights going through the clouds, um, not in any particular direction. Not that they don't move like any um, aircraft that, that we have. There's, there's another thing called I, I call a sky flash, and I've, I've had a few other people explain a similar thing. That they just call something else. Once I joined uh, joined. A group which is which is run by by uh, it's called the um, Australian Community. So it's Australian, but the last things the last part of Australian is spelled like alien. So Australian oh, yeah. Community. Yep. 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 Um, run by Damien Douglas, a great mate of mine. Um, we we had an, an online um, uh, group group meditation, 
And after that meditation finished, um, we all like on the Gold Coast. He's in Brisbane. People there in New South Wales, and like everyone's spaced around. But and we, we we try to get everyone out outside to do this. Within 20 minutes of the meditation finishing, we all saw like the sky light up for a split second, like even like super super fast. No clouds, no storms, clear sky, and the whole sky flashed wow. for just that super, super, super split second. And we jumped back in a group and said, um, I just saw the, the, the whole sky just flash. And also in people like Brisbane, Sydney, other places were also the same thing. And it all happened at about the same time that we all saw it. Uh, what it was, I don't know, but I've seen that multiple times uh, since that night after after doing the C5 meditation because obviously up in the mountains it's very quiet it's very open like I said like, you know very good view of the stars and I've seen that multiple times once 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 you open yourself up and you know to those connections that kind of thing you start to see more stuff in the sky uh, more 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 lights come over the house like to the point where I mean, I've, I've told you this before but about my, um, my, my wife's in the back patio having a smoke and there's three lights on the western horizon dancing around. Um, if 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 I go outside at night time for no reason, my, my daughter Willow, she's where where are you going? I'm just going outside. Oh, are you are you going to, are, you, are you going to talk to the star people? Yeah. <laughs> so and like even and like she, she's four and she's seen stuff and like strange lights in the sky. Yeah, right. And this this all come all, all, all came about once opening myself up and actively asking for that contact and that communication. I think I, I, I told you about the two ET beings that I've seen in the house on two separate occasions. Yeah, but you can I, tell us again because I'm sure the, the, the Yowie yeah, Central listeners, that was, that was I don't know, earlier on this year. So you could tell us yeah, again. Yeah. And, well, I mean, on top of that, then my wife actually saw one too. Oh, really? Wow, um, cool. Only about, only about six months ago. I've I've always had some some strange stuff going on all of my life, like which which I thought were shadow people, uh, which in the last couple of years I've come to learn that they weren't shadow people; they're actually ETs. And you know, you, you you can feel the energy in the house change when like it gets heavy when you know you you can feel something's in the house. The first time I saw them, saw one I should say, turn the TV off and to go upstairs you go. Um, so, for example, if I'm, I'm uh, on the couch facing west, and then to go upstairs, I have to go southwest into the into the kitchen, and then do a right hand turn, and then another 180 and go up the stairs. And we have this massive salt lamp in the kitchen, so you know, you know as people know, when you turn the lights off, the salt lamp stay on. Mm-hmm. But with, with the size of the salt lamp, it's 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 huge. Probably, probably one one of the biggest salt lamps that I've ever seen, I think, and. It's 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 letting out a nice gl- ambient glow through the kitchen, and as I've I've turned the TV off, there's no other lights on, so I've walked in the kitchen, going to go upstairs, and as I've turned a 180 to go upstairs, I've seen I've, there, there, there's a window at the back of the house as you turn to go upstairs, I've seen a reflection of something, and I've looked through the well, our stairs are separate stairs, it's, it's not a solid staircase. So I've seen something in the back window. I've turned to my left a bit, looked through the stairs, and I see this perfect silhouette backlit by the salt lamp of this three to four foot being standing there. I couldn't see anything because apparently the skin colour is outside of our our sight spectrum. So Mm. being backlit by the salt lamp, that's why I could see it. But I I literally just walked straight past this being, didn't see anything, and that's when I was a bit upset with myself. Instead of saying hello, I said, okay, and walked upstairs. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, 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 the next sighting was, I think it was about nine months later, where it was about 4.30, quarter to five. And like you see movies, like a lot of people talk about with their, their own experiences, they suddenly wake up at a particular time and sit up straight in bed. So that's basically what happened to myself, 4.30, quarter to five in the morning, sat up straight away in bed. I looked to my left to the doorway. And I could see this being – so I could see the, 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 the whole right-hand side of the body. The only thing I couldn't see was the left leg and the left arm. It's, it's, it's peering into the, into the bedroom looking at me. And, you know, as, as you do, like, because something's there, 
it, it, it gives you a jump. Not 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 because it's an ATB. Even if you were standing there, like, it would give me a jump. Because, yeah. you know, you've just woken up and there's, there's, there's something standing there looking at you. So I've, I've just had a natural jump. And when I looked back, it was gone. <sighs> and I just peacefully went back to sleep. <laughs> uh, and, then, you know, you, you, you could always feel stuff. And, you know, you know like astral, astral travel type, out-of-body uh, type experiences as you're sleeping. So I've, I've had lots of those. Um, they all tend to be ET related, um, UFO related kind of things. And fast forward to my wife, like we were sitting around our, our fire pit a little while, uh, a couple of months ago, and we're just talking about like you know, my, my mates come around. We'll always talk about yowies and ETs and other other aspects. And my wife just pops and goes, "Oh, I've seen one too." Mm-hmm. And everyone just stopped and looked at her, like, "Is she being serious?" And then she didn't. She, she didn't tell us. I mean, like three, four days later, she finally told me what happened. Uh, I think she was feeling a bit anxious, a bit nervous about saying. But yeah, uh, she suddenly woke up. Well, that that same deal. She she suddenly woke up, sat up in bed, and there was she saw this dark figure, which she, she explained the same the same sort of being that I that I see. She sat up, and this being was standing over top of me. Oh wow! Uh, and then she said, she looked at it. She's like, uh, she like she she she, she said it's like she, she she wasn't dreaming. She was act, she's actually awake, looking at this being. Just she, she she didn't see any features. Just 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 the dark shape of the being. Um, again, this is like um, at night. And she said she just calmly went back to sleep. And I, I, I laughed and said, yeah, you. You, you, you didn't go back to sleep. You got put back to sleep. <laughs> you, you weren't, you weren't meant to wake up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was standing, standing over you, looking at you. Correct. Ah, Correct. So wow. whatever was going on, but then yet yeah, we had some strange things. Like even that last overnight, no, sorry, the second last overnight, where as you know we were back in Springbrook. The next morning, when I come home, she goes, "Did you come home last night for any reason?" I said, "No." And she said that she woke up. She, I, I don't remember what time she said, uh, but she said she woke up and she looked toward my side of the bed. Like there, 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 there's a long dresser along the wall on my side of the bed. She said I was sitting there looking at her, and she said that she actually like made herself like pay attention and wake up as such to look again like think she's dreaming yeah you know, yeah you know, as, as you do you know make herself wake up a bit more actually pay attention what's going on yeah she did that and she said yeah gary's sitting there looking at me he, he's sitting on the stressor looking at me and what? she she said she said i was wearing my ayr singlet <laughs> i was just sitting there looking at her and yeah you because know, i'm my husband she's not thinking anything about it she thinks i've just come home so she went back to sleep and then she wakes up, I'm not there, and then I get home. Did you come home last night? No. In Springbrook all night. And then she just wigged out. She oh completely God. freaked out. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> blame her. <laughs> she, 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 she said, I, I, I rubbed my eyes and woke myself up to look at you. I was looking. I was not asleep. I was awake looking at you. And then I went back to sleep because, you know, I just thought you'd come home. Wow. And so do you, does she remember what time it was and could you remember while you, like, were you dreaming and astral travelling and just coming to make I, sure she was all right? <laughs> very possibly, very possibly. Um, I'd, I'd have to double check whether what time she thinks it is. but Yeah, so see she, whether you were asleep and what time it was, what you were both, well, what you were doing at that time. Well, it, uh, yeah, I mean, it'd, it'd, be, it'd be interesting to, to really, because it's, it's hard to get proper details. Ever. Like she, she talks about, like, it's yeah, whatever. It's right. like, I'm just, just, I need some details. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some detail, yeah. Some people don't exactly. like talking about stuff like that, though, do they? They get nervous and embarrassed or... Since since we've been together, like, I, I, over the years that she's relaxed and she's a lot more open about it. Like, even when, when, when I got um, quite heavily involved with, with, with Dean and his research, it was, it was still more of a, a hobby kind of attitude. These days, you know, when, when she sees when she sees how invested we are, and we actually get results and we actually find things, and you know, we've obviously got the thermals. And then when I, when I showed her those, those those two palms tied together and the other symbols, 
like these days she's actually interested and invested in it and she'll actually talk about it. And I, th- I think that's why she, she, she was happy to talk about seeing that ET being standing out on top of me. This happened six months ago, but she only just told us like two months ago. Yeah, that's see, that's I can't believe she only just told you. Like, <laughs> I know. I, 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 gave, I, I gave it to her. <laughs> if something like that had happened to me, I would be blabbering about it to anybody who would listen. <laughs> I said, I said, like, like your husband has ET stuff going on. He goes in the bush in the middle of the night chasing after giant hairy <laughs> beings, yes. and you like. Tell me. <laughs> if, if, if you could tell anybody, you can tell your husband. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, not, not, not just your normal husband that goes to work and comes home. Yes. Like, I'm in this. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I did have a thought, though. Was it, was it maybe an alien but taking on your appearance? Yeah, I, 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 I was thinking a similar thought train to that one. Maybe because they knew Something she would be terrified on. if... If yeah, they yeah, were in their sure. normal shape, so that they they took on your appearance to so, so as to not terrify her too much. For sure, for sure, that that's that's very possible. I mean, again, like we we don't know everything, you know. As you know, when we, as, as you know, when you look at my Facebook and you you, you you can put your little slogan on your Facebook or whatever. You know, as you know, my, mine says, you know, um, your your cup should never be full. We know nothing. Yes, that's so true. <laughs> so you you, you just got to. Take it all in, unless it's completely batshit crazy. Just take it in, and that's the thing, though. Sometimes it's hard to distinguish because to someone who doesn't know anything about these subjects, we we are all batshit crazy. Uh, correct. Uh, so that's correct. It's it's that hard. Sometimes it's hard <laughs> to distinguish between what is genuinely batshit crazy and what is within the realms of possibility. <laughs> well, that's yeah, that, that, that's exactly right. I mean, like I, I um, at, at at the gym the other day, like I, I went into the gym and I forgot, would I forget my headphones? And I walked back out to the Ute, and there's two two young guys walking past the back of the Ute, and they they, they saw the they saw the tailgate with the AYR logo on it, and they they had this this cheeky laugh. <laughs> like they pointed and laughed at it. <laughs> and they obviously didn't realise it was that you know it was my Ute. And as I walked up to them, I saw them do that, and I said, "Mate, you won't be laughing when one screams at you from ten metres away." Yeah, exactly. And he he just he just stopped and goes, "Really?" I said, "Yeah, mate." He goes, "Oh," and then that cheeky smile disappeared, and he walked into the gym. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> any <laughs> any any time I bring up this subject, or you know what I'm interested in, and my show with. Uh, with my sister, for example, and she's yeah. she's never one. She doesn't hide what she's thinking. She's an open book. You can see what she's thinking, and there's an there's an immediate sneer. <laughs> it's just a, a sneer, yeah. a mock, a kind of this this look of you're crazy. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, kind of uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's it, it's understandable too. But I mean, like, it, it, even my, my my stepdad was exactly the same, and it wasn't until Buck got those thermals, then he went, oh, okay, righto, well. There actually might be something out there. So, yeah, so, so sometimes it just, just takes that one trigger for, for people's whole mindset to change. Yeah. Yeah. One one personal experience. And then then they remember, shit, I made fun of people. I mocked people. <laughs> when, well, exactly right. Uh, yeah. Well, that, 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 that's, that's what I generally tell people. Like, you know, it's like I, I personally don't care if you don't believe, but don't forget you're laughing. At, if, if you're laughing at me, whatever. But don't forget the amount of people that contact us with their encounters and sightings. They are the average person like you and me. They are doctors. They are scientists. They are military. They are police. Are you? The, are you then going to go and laugh in their face as well? Yeah. And then they they, they, they they stop and think for a second and oh yeah okay yeah. So it's, it's, it's like yeah you you don't have to believe, but when there's so much corroborating evidence and so many sightings, so many encounters from especially the uh, pe- people with, with these signs and military type backgrounds uh, that do get the courage to come forward and speak about it because a lot of them can't speak about it because they'll, they'll lose their position or lose their job, which is, which is a shame when different species are getting found every day around the world. So why would you lose your job? If, if, if there's corroborating evidence, yeah. be it footprints or be it hair samples, be it scat, be it anything like that, You've, you've got to be open to it. So it's 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 pretty sad that 
these science communities and, and stuff like that. Like I understand with with, with military and that, like they they don't want to get out. Like even with 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 the the Kanunga army base, like they they've had a lot of activity in there, and a lot of them won't talk about it. Like, like I, I spoke to a, a security guy there who doesn't work there any longer, but I spoke to an ex ex security worker for, for the Kanunga base, and he told me that there's certain areas of Kanunga base that. He won't go. So basically, like, they have to go and like check, check different roads inside the base, check gates are locked and that kind of stuff. He said there's certain gates and areas that he won't go to because he's sick of going there, getting screamed at, having the, having the back of the, the, the security vehicle slapped by by by, by these yowies. Yeah, right. That it just freaks him out. So he, he so then he just he he on, on his report he say he's been there, but he hasn't because he, he he he's he's sick of dealing like. No, he, he's got his window down. He, he's, he's driving up this this part of the base, and this big nine foot being jumps out of the bush and screams at him. And it happened on multiple occasions. So he, he gets sick of it, and just tell his report that yes, I went there, but he actually didn't. So you know, that that and yeah, and yeah, you know, if if high ranking military do come out, like there has been a couple um, that have come out of bases and spoken about. Like when when they're doing they're doing special ops training. Where the the team leader has the, the the team leader goes out and the the rest the, the the rest of the team have to try and track him and find him and it lasts over three days and this 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 sergeant uh, then speaks about a yowie that followed him for three days oh, which okay. at first he, he he thought he thought it, it, was, it was his team members catching up on him but it wasn't they were, they, they were still a couple of k away. Um, and the, and the, 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 these yowies, or this is this one yowie, I think, I think it's about eight and a half foot, big black one, that just would get close enough to him that it could, it could observe him, but not close enough that it was out in the open. And it, 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 it tracked him to stay with him for, for the whole three days inside the base. Did we have that? Um, was that on our database? I actually can't remember if it was in the, I don't think it was Facebook Messenger. I think, I think it might have been an email. Have to check up on that one. Yeah, right. Um, I'm pretty sure Dean, Dean knows which one that is. Oh, he'll remember. He's got such a good memory. Yeah. I'm, I start to get information overload, and then I, I start forgetting. Oh, I'm the same. So I'm many, the same. so many interviews, um, and not just the interviews, but all the emails that Dean sends through with people yes. that we might not necessarily talk to, but there's inf- interesting information. Uh, yeah, I just, I can't, I can't retain yeah. all of that. Well, it, 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 it doesn't stop. It just keeps coming. Like, yeah. When, when people ask about you know how 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 many sightings are coming in, well, well, they don't stop. They keep coming in, like every day or every second day, or yeah, you know, be it, be it messenger or be it email or be it the guy down the street because he because he knows that that you're with AYR. And I, I went I went to to the 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 tip at Mudrabah a little while ago, and like oh, I wasn't I was in, I was in my work van, but he still has an AYR sticker on the back. And this guy walks up and goes. Are you legit with like what? What are you like? He obviously didn't realise who who I am. Not not that I'm anyone, but, <laughs> but you're famous, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah, a superstar. He he, 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 <laughs> he, he, he didn't realise that I was part of it, and he yeah he, he he come up and questioned me a bit about the sticker, and then I told him you know I'm with you know uh, part of Dean's team, and he then went, he then went on to tell me about an area that they lived out Corumban Valley slash Talabudra, where they constantly hear screaming coming from the back of their property and tree knocks and rocks yeah, getting right. thrown. And cool. this just ran got there. Yeah, I was just there dumping crap, dumping stuff in the tip <laughs> and he was doing the same thing. And he just saw the sticker on the back of the van and then he come out with it once he was comfortable to do so. And the area he's talking about was, if you remember, it's probably 18 months ago now maybe, where a family in Talabudra um, they had they had a very cranky individual that would come to the back of the property almost every day, and it, it'd pick up the dog bowls and throw the dog bowls at the house, and it got to the point where it'd scream as well at, at them. It got to the point where they wouldn't let their kids go outside after four pm on any given day. Right. And they've they've since moved, and that's when I think two young two young young teenagers captured some audio that um, from, from that area as well. Which I, I don't know if, if if that audio was was authenticated or not. I have to ask Dean about that one. Um, but yeah, that, that that's the same area 
we had this this being screaming, throwing dog balls, the dog balls of the house. I'd actually come up in the back patio, and then throw the dog dog balls at the house. So, I, I think I think that house as well hadn't had anyone live in it for a little while because uh-huh. it, it, it backed onto the forest. Right. Um, so I'm guessing you got, you got used to no one being in that house, and all of a sudden there's a family with loud, noisy kids in there as well. Um, <laughs> so its, it's peace and quiet was disturbed. Yeah. And that's the same area that this guy, you know, just randomly walked up and said, hello, we get screamed at. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, that's funny, so isn't it's, it? You know, it's, it is. It is. Like, it, it happens all the time. These the, these topics, be it Yowies or ETs or ghosts or whatever, they are becoming a lot more mainstream. More and more people are open to, to talking about these, these subjects and these matters and their experiences and what they've what they've encountered, what they've experienced, what their friends have told them, it doesn't end. I mean, like you know, I've had Yowies, I've, I've I've seen Yowies, watched him in the thermal cameras, I've seen ETs, seen stuff in the skies, had go- ghosts uh, whisper in my ear, and you know, it doesn't end. And I'm not the only one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Would that Damien guy from the Australian? Site would he be up for talking on Yowie Central? Do you reckon about about aliens would, and UFOs and and what the C five thing? Oh, Damien. Yeah, Damien. I think you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'll, I'll yeah, I'll, I'll hit him up. He, he's actually really good. Like he's he's a school teacher, so he he's very very well mannered and well spoken. He, he he actually had a um, Avalon Drive was a popular band. In the mid two thousands, he he was actually the lead the lead singer for that band. Oh, okay, yeah, it'd be really cool to talk to someone for the show about. Um, yeah, definitely. I'd love to I'd, include I'd, a little I'd, bit more of that stuff in it. Yeah, I, I think he he definitely became Re- really nice guy. He's got a, 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 a lot of knowledge. Like he he, he runs that group. We we got, we got another group called C-Tech, Study for Ex- Extraterrestrial uh, Something Contact. You, you'd, you'd think I know because I'm, I'm a moderator on that group. But... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if you can't even remember the bloody name of the, of the group, hey, how much I, moderating I, are you doing? <laughs> I, I, I just I, I approve some posts. <laughs> <laughs> it gets yeah, a bit – oh, look, I'm trying to keep up with – so I've got Instagram, which I hardly ever use. I've, I've got Twitter yeah. as well, which I hardly ever use. But some people only use those and they don't use Facebook. So I've yeah, been thinking yeah. to myself, I really need to get be good at doing everything on the other on Twitter and Instagram as well. But far yeah. and YouTube as well. Like I don't have a YouTube channel, but far out. It's the amount of time involved in just in just doing the social media side of things is significant. Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. It's 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 kind it's it's interesting, but it's also kind of sad that our our lives are more and more social media driven. With uh, I had some issues with with a person a couple of years ago, and um, a group that I run for motorcycles for uh, road uh, road conditions uh, through the Gold Coast hinterland, northern New South Wales, and a person on there caused some issues, so I, I booted them off the group, and they inboxed me about it, and they were completely devastated about it. I, I, remember, I remember saying like, Facebook isn't everything. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> these, these days it's like, uh, okay, well we've got AYR, we've got these, these ET groups, we've got my, my, my business on there as well, and what, which, which, which is mostly driven by Facebook. And I was like, oh, okay, well I guess that's the world we live in now. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> I've always really, I always find it really funny though, I've got, there's, a, there's the occasional member in the Yowie Central Facebook group that doesn't get the message when you say you need to be kind to people and you need to not yeah, laugh in yeah. people's faces and exactly. you need to not say that whatever somebody else posts is bullshit. There's, well, there's it, people it, who it, don't it, get that. Yeah, well, it, it's that thing like that, 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 that respect of, you know, if, if you have an experience that doesn't mean someone else has. But even if you, if you, feel, if you feel something is, for that annoying word, fake, uh, don't, don't just write fake. Write why you believe this is this this video or this image isn't real. Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 one of those pet hates me, those pet fake or hoax, and that, that's all they write. Yeah. But like, well, why do you think that? Like. Yeah. Mate, 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 
may, maybe you missed something that's leading leading you to that conclusion. Exactly. It's so easy to say. Some, well, somebody just said, commented on, someone posted on Yowie Central, um, somebody who was, who caught some audio. I think they were mushroom foraging or something like that. And they caught a, a, a scream, a Bigfoot-like scream. Oh, yeah, the one. Yeah. yeah, it was just a recent one. But there's somebody, I think they must be new to Yowie Central, but all they commented was fucking bullshit. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. what? what yeah. why would you, why would yeah. you think it? Um, appropriate to just write something like that. Um, yeah, it's, it's it, 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 there's, there's there's no need for it. No. Um, although I, that with that video, I'm pretty sure that video did get proven fake. Or even if it was fake, like somebody yeah. could say, "Look, I don't necessarily believe oh, that because for for this, this, and this reason." But if you just say "fucking bullshit," um, yeah, exactly. The right. person the person who shared it might feel really bad or. Well, you know, it's the, just... the, th- the thing is as well, like a lot, a lot of these videos and photos and stuff like that. Like, you know, I've, I've, I've been in the scene for quite a number of years, and a lot of this stuff I've already seen. And like, and then like, yeah, you know, I, I, I saw that video do do a circulation, you know, two, three years ago. Yeah, yeah. And now, yeah. It's, now, now it's come back in circulation, but yeah. there's a there's a very high percentage of people that don't realise that that's an old video or an, or an old photo. Um, to them, it's 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 a it's a new video, it's a new photo, it's something amazing they haven't seen before. Even, even if it's even if it's fake or real, it doesn't matter. It, 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 it's it's the same situation. And people, especially people who are just coming into the the Yowie circle, the ET circle, or the ghost circle, to them it's it's fresh and new and exciting. And you got other people who may have seen like and that. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly what you, what, you know what what you said happens. So you, you you kind of just got to take a back seat, and or just keep 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 scrolling, because there, there's a lot going on, and you know, people are stressed out these days, and it creates more stress when when you start typing fucking bullshit on stuff. Yeah. Um, like like for for me personally, like oh, there, 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 there's a lot of stuff that, that I'll, I'll I'll type on to, to reply to comment or whatever. But I think, well, hang on, I don't I don't need to put that stress, even if I'm right. I don't need to put that stress because it, it, it's obviously obviously going, going to cause a debate back and forth, and it's just even, even if it's just talking back and forth about that kind of thing, it, it does create an element of stress that you just don't need. Uh, I get so I get just, really stressed when I have to adjudicate things like that. I, I can feel my my, yeah, my sure. anxiety levels rise because I don't want to upset anybody either. I, I, that's you know I, I feel terrible if I upset anybody, but I also need to defend people who are opening themselves up to be vulnerable within my Yowie central space as well. For sure. But then for sure. it's, yeah, I, it's just, I don't like confrontation <laughs> You're all fighting with anybody. So it, um, I, I always find it really un- uncomfortable to have to wade into that and deal with yeah, it. Definitely. Um, definitely. It's yeah. just, it's just, it's just aspects that aren't needed yeah. and it can be quite easily um, avoided a little bit of respect and a little bit of be nice yeah, uh, it goes a long way. Absolutely, and the good thing is, I guess what I have to remind myself with Yowie Central, the Facebook group, is that it's a private Facebook group set up by me, and it's connected to my show. So yeah, it's not correct. a. I've had a few people whinge that I, I people post things that aren't Yowie related, and and so I've had to go on and say, look, if you actually had listened to my show, yes, you'll understand yes. that even though it's called Yowie Central, it's not a Yowie's only site like yeah. we, we do and look into other things as well a very a very quick and easy hammer on the nail of that one is that there's a lot of yowie and sasquatch sightings and encounters that have had et slash ufo encounters directly yes. before or directly afterwards exactly yeah so that right there you know shut, shuts those people down pretty quick there's there's, there's a connection there's a there's a connection yeah. and the thing oh, is it's my radio show <laughs> i i love doing it and i'm really interested in lots of different esoteric things so exactly i'm just exactly. going to talk about what i want to talk about and if you want to have yowie only content then go on, go to another site that has yowie only content well that's exactly right there's there's plenty of other groups out there which which are strictly bigfoot um which which don't allow anything else it's like when you shut down with the people who insist that Yowie's are flesh and blood, even though nobody knows anything yeah. definitive about them, some yeah. people are absolutely insist that they're flesh and blood, and f- to suggest anything else is detrimental yeah. to the whole 
study of these beings? Well, well, well. The thing is, like, like they, they can, they can, they can be flesh and blood, one hundred percent. But that does not rule out that they have extraordinary abilities. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's the same as us, you know, opening the the pineal gland with the third eye. Like that's that that's an extraordinary aspect to us. Mm-hmm. Again, it's 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 that arrogant modern day Homo sapien aspect that that we tend to put on top of everything around us because everything around us should be like us. When when again we we actually don't know what the hell's going on. And if you're uh, willing to entertain so, the idea of a Yowie in general or Bigfoot in general, yeah. why does it then become so controversial and so out of the question to yeah. to consider other aspects, other other slightly less flesh and blood aspects of this subject. Um, well, exactly right. I mean, like you know, if you know, again going back to that theory, if if they if if they can change their vibration to just outside our, our spectrum, which then they would seem to disappear to us. Yeah. You know, if 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 that's an internal ability to manipulate your own personal energy, you can, you you can still be one hundred percent flesh and blood. That you you're, you're just a lot more in tune with your energy and with 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 the world around you. Yeah. You know, it it doesn't mean you don't bleed. So and, it's, yeah, and yeah, sorry. No, no, you're right. I was just going to say, you know, people scoff at the idea of time travel, or but but when you when you start to looking into quantum mechanics, quantum physics. Yeah. Time isn't a linear, isn't a linear concept. Yeah, in reality, exactly. it's not. So, well, it's it's yeah, exactly. It, the, the the way that it's perceived is the is the perception that that we've put on top of it. Exactly. I, I actually watched a documentary uh, the other day, which was about mermaids. Cool. Um, it was with the American Navy. We're doing. Uh, what they call it like like like, like, a, like a deep sonar test, mm-hmm. um, and what it does, and every time they've done it, all the the whales and the porpoises in that location tend to beach themselves because this 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 sonar test by the navy is so loud and so deep it disrupts the whales' navigation and that kind of thing. It tends to beach all all these whales and porpoises and that kind of thing. Oh no, that's no good. And. What 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 they found was when they had their microphone down the deep and they, they they heard this they heard this sonar pulse go off. It's 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 some kind of military weapon with this sonar. I think mean, something that would taken at submarines and that stuff. What they'd found when when listening to the audio back, there was there was a secondary vocalize like they they can hear the whales and the dolphins vocalizing, but they could hear another range that they hadn't heard before, and they ended up pinpointing that it was. Vocals talking back and forth. And one was one was a dolphin. One was unknown. Oh, wow! And then when they, I think, some fishermen pulled in a shark, and inside the shark was remains, which basically was a half a skull, rib cage, a hand, and and tail that was like with with like a manatee and stuff like that. They've got no no bones in their tail. Whereas this this tail had bones like 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 a giant hand, like a paleontologist or some other cons, uh, some other top scientist did a, a a skull recreation. It actually come back like a a humanoid type skull, oh, wow. um, with 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 this big in, indentation in the top of the skull, which was where you would uh, you would send out those sonar blips like dolphins and whales do. Okay, yep, like, yep, yep. like this, this 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 big. Uh, mass in the front of the skull that 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 you use to create those sonar blips, ah. um, and they they made the report on it, and all of a sudden the military and police come in and confiscated the body, and they never saw it again. Yeah, but they, right. they made, but they, they 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 already made the audio recordings public knowledge, so that they they couldn't confiscate them, but they hadn't <laughs> had the chance to deal with the body. I wonder if that's somehow connected to the. Because I think I can't remember if I shared this with you the other day. There was um, Stephen Greer is talking about the the power source and potential weapons that they have down in Antarctica. Um, yes, yes, yes. The um, the the dumbs, the dumbs, the deep underground military bases. Yes. So and the, um, the was, Arctic bases. Yeah. Yeah, and he was talking about. Um, he mentioned in connection with that the the Havana syndrome. So. Have you heard of that? Yeah. So the the people started off diplomats from the American embassy in in Cuba complaining 
uh, about uh, an illness and they've actually tested the brains of those people and they have brain injuries uh, from actual physical brain injuries from whatever happened to them, but they're, they're suspecting that it was some kind of sonic pulse. He connected, and I'll have, to, I'll have to look this up again and send it to you, but he connected their testing and their use of this sonic power to the earthquakes in Christchurch in New Zealand. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and I'll look, I'll look it up again and I'll send it to you because I was like, oh, my God, that's fascinating. But he was also explaining how it potentially has the capacity to heal as well as the capacity to damage well, that that would that, that would then go back to sound and vibration therapy. Yes, exactly. Yeah, everything is all is it's all connected <laughs> in a way. Oh, definitely, hundred yeah. percent. Which yeah. actually that, that reminds me, I need to send you a link to Stephen Gree's two thousand and one National Press Club briefing. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, that'd be cool. It's 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 about two hours long, but that's yep. that's that's basically Doctor Stephen Gree with ex military and ex political figures. Um, doing an actual press briefing to the media about what they know and what they've seen and what they've experienced to do with ETs and UFOs. One of them actually talks about, he, he, he was talking to a serviceman on a secret base and they were talking about housing structures on the, on, on, on the, on the backside of the moon. Yeah, right. <laughs> and yeah, so it's, um, it's a very interesting, um, legit press club briefing to the media. And Which, as they do, like, it, like it's a legit thing to the media. It's a government briefing, but it just disappears. Like, as in, like, no one talks about it. Yes. Like, <laughs> it's really weird, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Remember. If you've had any strange or mysterious experiences and you'd like to come on the show and share your story with the Yowie Central listeners, let me know via yowiecentral at gmail.com or via the Yowie Central Facebook group. Well, that's all I've got time for this week, my friends. Yowie Central will be back next week, same time, same place, on 94.9 Main FM. Catch you next week. Out in the cold, out in the dark Something's lurking at the edge of the park People be warned, people beware There's a storm on the rise and it's covered in hair Hear him cry, hear him howl Looking for someone to disembowel Claws like a hook, eyes like coal Feet so big they're gonna crush your soul They call him Sasquatch of your diamond ring your fancy jacket won't be worth a dime when you're sucking the blood right out of your spine
Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.